The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing.
At some time in life, every person finds himself in a dark valley. And in Second Chronicles 20, we read about King Jehoshaphat. He faced this valley when three great armies came against him, the armies of Moab, Ammon, and Mount Seir. He had to deal with fear. All of these armies were far greater in number than his. The future looked bleak for Judah because he's the leader of Judah and they've come against Judah. And uh, so the Bible says in the midst of this great fear of these three great armies, which outnumbered them, I think, ten to one, Jehoshaphat set himself to seek the Lord. Seeking the Lord. Is something coming against you with such force that fear is coming at you? It's welling up inside you? It's, it's tormenting you? Well, one of the devil's uh, battle plans is to cause fear to cloud your understanding so that you will not know what to do. He'd like to cut the communications between you and your Father God so that he can cut off your touch from God in your future. But you can choose to seek God for that miracle in your life today. That's what Jehoshaphat did. When bad things come to your life, the great issues of life come, you have two choices. You can either fear and follow the force of fear, or you can stand and seek the Lord and look for the answer of God. As this great war machine marched towards Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat, he was dealing with fear. He stood in God's presence and he cried out for help. In fact, the Bible says that they stood there, they and all their families together, and they said, our eyes are on you. They also began to recount what God had done for them in the past. I remember how David, when he faced Goliath, he said, I killed a lion and I killed a bear and I'm going to take your head off you. But he actually recalled and reminded himself, he built himself up speaking of the past victories. You could say, well, the Lord has saved me. I'm born again. The Lord has healed me. The Lord did this for me financially. The Lord helped me in my family situation. And they began to recount these things. They said, uh, God, uh, you delivered us from Egyptian bondage. They more or less said that. And because they're actually asking in a question type thing, did you not bring us across the burning sands of the deserts? Did you not send us manna and quail to eat? Did you not keep our clothes and shoes from wearing out? They're saying, aren't you the God that did this? Were not your angels with us, God? Did you not bring us into this promised land? And with each reminder, they began to build a confidence in themselves. And faith then began to rise above the fear that was there for them. And finally, Jehoshaphat could place himself and Judah, his country, in the hands of God. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? With this mighty act of faith, Jehoshaphat left the judgment of his enemies to God. He said, O God, will you not judge them? Then the powerful king's shoulders sagged, and he bowed his head and whispered, We have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do. Well, you know, sometimes we don't know what to do. But I tell you, you know, we don't need to stop there. We, we, we might want to admit, Lord, no, we don't know what to do in our own selves, but you know what to do. Because what are we doing? We're setting ourselves to seek the Lord. Well, here's what we want to do. We want to keep reminding ourselves of what God has done for us already. And we really believe that he will bring us out of this dilemma at this particular time. Time and time again, you know, you probably found yourself in this position like Jehoshaphat was. You didn't know what to do or where to turn, but you would seek God. 
and God brought you out this time and that time and the other time. And he said, God, I don't know what to do, but you know what to do. He made, he made God his source. He looked to God. It says that our eyes are upon thee, the Bible tells us here. And no sooner did they say that and they got their eyes upon God himself, but then the Spirit of the Lord fell upon Jehaziel and he began to prophesy. You see, when you get in one accord, you get your minds on God together, then the Spirit of God can move. It's just tough for the Spirit of God to move where there's confusion and where people aren't really looking to God. But when you get into one accord and one mind, the Spirit of God here, in this case, moved on this prophet, Jehaziel, and he began to prophesy. He said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. So he said, People and King, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. And, you know, many times we've seen ourselves in a situation, but we didn't know how to turn it over to God. When you're in the midst of a problem, it's difficult to believe that the battle is not yours, but it's God's. It's kind of difficult to lean back and depend on God to fight. But when we praise, God begins to fight. That's right. Because he began to set uh, embattlements. He began to set embushments. Jehoshaphat acknowledged God as his source, and God responded. Now, this is the first principle to follow, to receive the help of God. Look to God, say, our eyes are on you. I don't know what to do, but God, you know what to do. We need to see God as our deliverer, as our Lord. But we need to see him as the source of our total supply. We need to believe that he will deliver us from the things that want to paralyze us with fear and rip us apart and destroy our lives. That doesn't mean you just sit down and do nothing, but you must make good decisions and do all you can in the natural, and God will do the rest in the supernatural area. Give the battle over to God with great authority. This prophet Jehaziel, he gave some specific instructions to Jehoshaphat and the people. One, he said, set yourself. That means establish your will. Make a decision. Decide that God is in control. Number two, stand still. That means to get calm and just to know that God is in control of the situation. You know, the uh, the quiet spirit is good because this this is what expresses faith. When we rest, then God sees our faith. Only in calmness is trust manifested. An agitated spirit betrays our fears. Number three, fear not. The prophet said, I have, uh, just fear not, just because fear and faith cannot coexist. He said, do not fear. The battle is the Lord's. Then the fourth principle, he said, be not dismayed. That means do not give up when it's the worst time of struggle, do not give up. When things get tough, when everybody around you says, call it quits, then he says, do not be dismayed. Do not give up. And with this, Jehoshaphat bowed his face to the ground and began to worship God. He began to worship. They appointed praisers. They began to praise the Lord, and they began to sing this song, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And they sang that and sang that, and God brought them victory. They planted the seed of praise, and God brought the victory. In that, it took them three days to gather up the spoil, in that all the enemy was smitten, because when we praise, God sets embattlements. 
I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is the four-CD series, The Power of the Positive Confession of God's Word. This powerful audio book was co-written by E.W. Kenyon and Don Gossett, with Don reading aloud his chapters and me reading Brother Kenyon's chapters. Some of the topics include how to make your words work for you, how to live in the positive, and how to work wonders with your words. The power of the positive confession of God's Word turned my life around, and it can yours too. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let your voice come forth.